0: The David Bowers.
1: Well, thank you very much, legendary John Bon Jovi. So great to be back here once again with all you listeners from around the world. And, of course, our uh, legendary co-host, John Bon Jovi. Just a ball to be back here. We've got some great music, some neat people to talk to today. We know you're going to have a lot of fun. So I want to thank you for joining us. Also, a special thanks to our listeners in Rochester, New York, who listen on WRFZ FM 106.3, otherwise known as Rochester Free Radio. And, of course, we want to thank Mary Perry of the Rochester area, who's an accredited disability representative and underwrites the David Bowers Awards on Rochester 3 Radio. Thank you so much, uh, Mary Perry. We are so appreciative of your help in making sure all of our friends in Rochester get to listen to the show. We have, uh, well, you know what? We're going to get right to our first song because we do have a lot of music and some interesting people today, not the least of which is this gentleman who has released one album as frontman of his own band, the Chris Lane Band. He's also released a second album, Girl Problems, via Big Loud Records. And he's charted four singles on hot country songs and country airplay charts, including a number one song called The Fix. This is his latest It's called Hero. This is Chris Lane. Her and her friends
2: Piled into a Camry Headed downtown Got in for free She's all dolled up Looking VIP Walked in, found a booth Took a seat wiped a tear from the corner of her eye, picked a smile to the Corona guy Usually she wouldn't give him the time of day But hey, in here tonight She don't want to feel nothing real She just wants somebody to give her attention For a minute, call her beautiful She ain't trying to wind up in love She's just trying to burn some time up On a Friday night in the neon light Yeah, you heard her so. She just needs a hero To save her from being all alone Preparing for a drink she don't want Nothing more than a dance or two She's feeling blue But she just needs a hero
3: Mm
2: -mm. She just needs a hero All geared up for his football game He's wearing his jersey with the same last name. That's a reminder of the guy that ain't around these days And his mama's up in them aluminum stands Saying run baby run, she's his number one fan Doing the best she can Wondering why his daddy can't be a bitter man Wants to feel what kids feel Walking off the football field After winning for a minute In his daddy's plans The kitchen should never have to wonder If his old man even loves him On a Friday night Under Friday lights Shouldn't be so sad That should be his hero but left him and his mama all along Barely even calls him on the phone Every year in March is a birthday card But he just needs a hero Mm -hmm. He just needs a hero There's an old white-haired Preacher man with a leather bound good book on the stand says If you're ready for a change, here's a chance With every head bow, slip up your hand." If you wanna feel something real, that this mean old world can't kill. Not even Satan, there's a Savior who'll wash away your sins. All you gotta do is reap it, open up your heart, accept Him, and He'll save your soul. Jesus is a hero. Ooh, Everybody needs a hero. Jesus is a hero, and everybody needs a
1: hero. There you have it, Chris Lane. We're uh, we're really going to be spanning the uh, the genres this week. Uh, that was a. Uh, Christian country song. It's his latest single, Hero. We're also going to be going a little bit uh, traditional R&B, not really old-fashioned R&B, but more traditional R&B than hip-hop. And uh, then we're going to go... uh, we're going to do a mixture with our our second artist. We're going to have a little bit of pop and then the, a little bit of pop country. So we're going to be jumping all over the place and uh, going to give you lots to listen to this week. This is a show where you and our guests pick the award winners. And uh, that's simply because we decided there's so many award shows that we'd make every show an award show and give you a chance to help pick the winners. So if you've got someone that you know, has done something incredibly good or incredibly dumb, as the case may be, uh, and you think they deserve an award and to be shown off in front of listeners around the world, send us their name and the reason you think they're deserving of an award And uh, hey, we may use it right here on the show like we're going to right now. So let's get right to it so we can get to our first guest and more music, of course. Uh, Our first, the David Bowers Award of the Week. then, and our first David Bowers Award, the David Bowers Award of the week goes to a friend and listener and longtime follower, David J. Shaw, up north of the border in Canada. He has a new country music reviews blog, and uh, David is dedicated to putting the country back in country, and uh, it won't always be necessarily the newest country releases. But they're going to be releases that you may not be aware of. Uh, new artists and emerging artists. Uh, this isn't your usual new music blog that's subtly trying to sell you music. This is music that he has actually found that is deserving of your listening. And, uh, you know, from both the artist and the fans' perspective, this is a private music lover, posting his honest, personal opinions. Uh, you can agree, you may not agree, but he gives you a brief synopsis and directs you to where you can decide for yourself by listening to the artist with no commercials and no arm wrestling, no trying to convince you that the greatest thing since sliced bread. Uh, just listen and decide for yourself. So we'd like to congratulate the Uh, Well, the David Shaw. Yeah, of course, David J. Shaw. uh, And give you our first The David Bowers Award of the Week. David Day Shaw of Canada for your Country Music Reviews blog. John Bon Jovial. Well,
0: yes, sir. Well, you know, congratulations, David. And we're very much looking forward to keeping track on that blog to see what goes on and what kind of progress that you make with it. Uh, But coming up on the show today... We've got some pretty good things, don't we, David? We've got a couple of uh, excellent music guests that uh, we're going to be uh, premiering. Well, not premiering. I think we've had a couple of them on before. And uh, you're telling me to stop.
1: I shall stop. Yes, I... (laughs) <laughs> I am remiss I am remiss in one thing with our award uh, to Mr. David Shaw, David J. Shaw. I, I wanted to include the link and I for some reason didn't. Uh, so I will tell you it is a secure link, by the way, folks, so you can feel safe going there. The address is Dave's Country dot WordPress dot com. That's Dave as in David. Dave's Country Music Reviews dot wordpress dot com. Go ahead, John. As you were.
0: Okay, I, I can have my piece now. I'm you gonna, can have I can it say now, my yes. bit. I can. Thank you, thank you very much. It was very rude of you to interrupt me like that. Yes, but it was. I'll let you yes get yes away it with it this time. Well,
1: you are just. We got a couple of great people
0: coming on the show today. We really do. Uh, the our first guest is going to be a guy named Clayton Morgan. And he's got a couple of really great songs that I know that you're going to like. And uh, then we also have Joy Villa that she's going to be joining us uh, later on. And she has a song called Devil in the City. And just because of the title of the song, I'm very much looking forward to talking to her with you as well. Uh, So that being said, uh, David, I think that uh, we have somebody on the phone here waiting eagerly to talk to us. And uh, so we should get to it and play some music and and, uh,
1: get Mr. Morgan in here. I think that would be an excellent idea, Clayton. We will be with you momentarily right after we spin the first Clayton Morgan song. And this one, this one is his latest hit, just released a little bit ago and already starting to pick up traction around the country. We have it here for your listening enjoyment and approval. Clayton Morgan. It's called A Taste For love.
2: This is Nick the Geek Rogers, and when I'm not fixing David Bowers' mistakes, I'm listening to him deliver the best indie music and news right here on the David Bowers Awards. If it rocks your radio, it's It's the David Bowers.
1: Bowers. There you have it. It's called A Taste for Love by a gentleman who is, uh, well, really music history in the making. Uh, He's the son of Eddie Daniels of the uh, Four Sonics, whom you may remember. He's uh, making his own new start with his debut single, Taste for Love, which you just heard. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you would please welcome Mr. Clayton Morgan. Hello there, Clayton. Hello. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, you're very welcome there. And uh, we're so glad to have you here with us today. And, uh, and we want to thank Michael of MTS Management for putting us in contact with you uh it, so it's people like Michael that help us find the uh, find the best talent and uh, people that uh, you know we might not catch as early and uh, we're glad to be able to catch you while your uh, while your new single is breaking. Now you do have a bit of history in the music business in your family. Tell us about that.
4: Well, um, my dad was a member of the Four Sonics group, which is a group out of Detroit from the late 1960s. Um, it was a quartet and he was a part of that group and they had a song their i guess their signature song would be you don't have to say you love me by um uh, it was a i guess the the most famous version of that song was uh recorded by Dusty Springfield
1: right and came um, along later with that mm-hmm. uh-huh. yeah uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
0: Uh-huh.
4: and um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, So they 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 put like you know a little little R&B soul spin on it and um did a lot of different shows and uh, performed at the Apollo Theater in New York. And, um, yeah, that's really where I get it from. My dad and as a kid, I grew up always in, in entertainment and wanting to sing. And, um, so here I am today.
1: Absolutely. And with a, with a, uh, with a background like that, uh, you definitely have the, uh, the creds to go with it. Tell us, did you get to, uh, did you get to go around the net, with your dad on some of the gigs. I know you probably didn't tour with him, but did you get to go to some of his gigs?
4: No, actually, um at the time when I was born, the group had already separated.
1: Ah, that's too bad. So it was
4: before it was before um I was born. But um I always heard the stories about it and then a lot of people around the city, of course, they knew of the records that they had made. Cause they got a lot of traction and, um, and play in Detroit. So, Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah.
3: yeah.
1: They so, I mean, I never go ahead. Go ahead. Go
0: ahead. go ahead. go ahead. go ahead. Finish up,
4: finish up. No, I was just going to say, yeah, I never really got a chance to um, experience that kind of lifestyle. I wish I could have, I wish I, you know, that would have been awesome if I actually got to see that and experience that. But, um, I, I wasn't fortunate enough to experience that.
0: Well, I can tell that the, the, the talent gene passed from one generation to the next because uh, I uh, I want to congratulate you on what we just played, A Taste for Love, uh, you know, because I was listening to this, and uh, as as David will, will tell you and will tell almost every single one of our guests, uh, the... Um, uh, I never really get to hear the music before the show starts because they want my honest input you know, input of what I think of mm-hmm. the music. So okay. uh and, and and I'm listening to A Taste for Love and, and I gotta tell you that the first of all, melodically, uh it it's put together beautifully. I love the production values in it. And uh I also really like the jazz influence. That's, that's in there, and uh, so much so it kind of reminded me of uh, Joe Sample and his Jazz Crusaders from the late 70s, early 80s. Uh, oh, okay. And, uh, oh, man, i tell you what, you, you, you've done some nice things there, and uh, one of the things that it kind of reminded me of a little bit, and I, I don't know if you're familiar with it or not, and if you're not, then you should look it up on YouTube, uh, and that would be the Crusaders uh, featuring a singer by the name of Randy Crawford Uh, doing a song called Street Life. And uh, I I think that you'll see where I'm coming from if you listen to that. But uh, really nice job, my friend. Really nice job. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Oh, sure. Uh, We've got
1: a... uh We've got a little bit of a you know, surprise coming up here, and uh, before we let you go for your next track, and uh, we'll get to that in a couple of minutes, because I want you to tell us a little bit about it. But uh, since you did not get to travel with your dad, I mean, you know, it's that does make it a little inconvenient when the uh, when you're born after the career has uh, has moved on. <laughs> what was your, what was your dad's influence on you as far as your uh, as far as your music career was concerned? Um, just, I, just his love for
4: music. I mean, he always used to listen to music around the house. So I have a, a definitely a, a large, um, I guess you would call it a variety of different music that was going on back then okay. when I was growing up. So, I mean, of course, a lot of it was a Motown sound because that's where we're from. Oh,
1: absolutely.
4: So, a lot of that um small town artist and uh a lot of other artists ray charles um wilson pickett this uh, every uh, some some of everything
5: oh, you know, you mentioned to,
1: me. you mentioned wilson pickett uh would I be correct in assuming that uh, some of your music uh, has a a bit of a harder edge than uh, taste of love
2: well.
4: I think I'm not really, well, I'm not, as far as a harder edge. Um,
1: well, you know what I mean? A little grittier, a little, a little more uh, Wilson Pickettish.
4: I'm trying to think like, like, like the one song that I remember by him that my dad used to play is, I think it was called, was it the Midnight Hour?
1: Oh yeah. That was, uh, that was my favorite. I, I love yeah. that song. <laughs> that was a song he used
4: to play a lot. Um, yeah, I don't really think my music has that that type of vibe to it, but it well, is definitely um it's more it's definitely like a smooth R&B with some jazz flair here and there. Uh and, and then I like I going to incorporate some funk
1: yeah i I think i think that may have been where i was going now uh pickett's some of his music was uh, was a little grittier a little edgier but the 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 funk i guess is probably what i was thinking of the fact that uh you know his his music was definitely uh more funky than jazz and uh that Mm -hmm. was probably what was crossing my mind at the time now when did you yourself uh start getting involved in actually seriously doing music?
4: Well, I actually probably like in the last year and a half, the last year and a half, I uh, have gotten into more so of writing and getting the music together as far as working on production and then working on lyrics, working out song ideas and building a team that can help me achieve my goal is getting the music out there and getting it heard. Um, but I started out really young. I mean, the first song I wrote, I was probably 13 or 14 years old.
1: Okay, that makes sense, yeah. And
4: so, yeah, I started out real young, like the first time I actually wrote a song. And then um, I remember <laughs> I was trying to record demos even then, like back then. But then as I got older and graduated high school, it was like, okay, life kind of just happened. And the music kind of fell on the back burner, and but now it's like I've come to want to come back to what it was that I always wanted to do. It was like my first love, so it's like, you know, I guess if you're really not doing what you love, then you always feel like you're missing something. So I, I just want Uh-oh. to come back to it because I always wanted to do it, and I feel like I'm, it's my time to do it.
1: I understand that. And you're absolutely right. If you're not doing what you enjoy, you're not only missing something, you're, you're making life harder than it, than it really has to be. But did you have, I guess you could say, an epiphany moment? Did you have a particular moment or time in your life when the bell actually rang and you just sort of looked at yourself and said, hey, wait a minute, this is what I really want to do?
4: I did. Um, I had been thinking about it prior to, it's it's probably like 2016 sometime. And uh, I actually had an invite to go to the Grammy Awards in 2017. And so I went to the Grammy Awards and there was an artist that was a presenter, a jazz artist that came out on the stage to present. And, they said, you know, they gave her introduction before she came out, and they talked about her career a little bit, introducing her, and they said, she started her career at age 42.
1: <laughs> and that, and that was
4: like the epiphany moment for me. That was the epiphany moment, honestly, because I'm like, man, I'm getting, I, I don't know, I guess, because I guess I'm always, uh, growing up and being younger, I was always thinking about what, the, listening to, I guess, the top 40 t- type of music, mm-hmm. you know? Right, So I kind of felt like I fell off that spectrum. Like I'm at a point in life where, okay, I can't get, I can't be like Justin Bieber, you know, or, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like I'm That's past a good that thing, age. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I'm like, I'm past that stage in life. So it's like, okay, do, is there a place for me to do what I really love? Cause I guess I was just thinking like, dang,
0: maybe I'm too old for this, you know? Okay, well, let me ask uh, but, you a question then. Uh, what what is that place? Can you envision that place in life for Clayton Morgan? What, you know, where do you want to be, and and where are you now in relation to where you want to be? You know, everything right
4: now. Well, I'm not where I want to be just yet. I'm de but everything is definitely like building blocks right now at this point. Um, it's really like the. Uh, and I said this in another another interview, I said it's like the birth of Clayton Morgan in a way, you know. Um, so I just feel like right now everything is, is slowly coming together. Like I have a great production team with the music. I got that intact. I have Michael Stover, great guy. I mean, he has – all these different connections that could help me get the music to be heard and for me to be showcased and tell people what it is that I want to do and let them know that this is what I love and this is what I'm trying to do and I'm trying to share that with everyone. Um, so that piece right there, having that, and then having uh, like my, I guess this was like a choreographer, like artist development type person, you know, that right. can ha- you know, help me with certain things like certain aspects of, well, this is what you need to do. This is how you need to do this. This is how you need to do that. As far as like, you know, cause everybody has learned when you go out on stage, try to do this. most of the times it's not natural. You do have to learn and you do have to practice to be the best at what it is you want to do.
1: Exactly. So, um,
4: <laughs> so when I say that, just having like all these different components, in place right now I feel like I'm already starting you know I had the foundation and as I get out there and there will be shows coming up here pretty soon probably in August sometime that's just going to build upon what people can see that I can do and then maybe something else another component will come in where okay I'll have a booking agent that'll say okay we like what you do live and I want to book you for this. I'm going to do that. That's where I'm trying to get to right now. So right right now it's like having everybody in place to showcase the talent. And then the next thing is for me to get out there so people can see it and then take that and move to the next step of really being a performing, touring artist. That's what I want to do.
1: Gotcha. And I, uh, and I, I know exactly where you're coming from, what you mean by having all the right people, to take you in whichever direction that particular person specializes in, whether it's uh, voice or presentation, choreography, uh, whatever it is, uh, having all the right people. And it's great that you've got a guy like Michael Stover. As I said, we appreciate the fact that uh, he gets us in touch with some, uh, some excellent artists, including yourself, and we're very thankful for that. Uh, you actually partially answered my next question, which was going to be about whether you're doing any live appearances, so you're actually uh, you're going to be picking that up in uh, in probably around August. You said,
4: "Yeah, I'm actually in the process of putting together what the live show is going to look like right now." So um, I'm working on that. I just finished filming the uh, the music video for "Taste for Love." That I just finished that on the fourth of July, so that should be coming out. Uh, pretty soon here, still some more editing to do on the video, but,
1: Great. um, and
4: that's going to be coming we- out as well.
1: Speaking of more to do, and before we run out of time, which we're almost out of right now, I want to get to this next track. We've got about 30 seconds, and this is a, uh, actually, I guess it's an unfinished track. I know it's one that hasn't been heard before, so we have the privilege of being one of the first places in the world to actually play the song. I hope our listeners appreciate it. Tell us a little bit, if you can, about The Beat Is Calling Me.
4: The Beat Is Calling Me is just a feel-good song. I feel like it's, um kind of on a, the jazzy edge a little bit. Um it's got a nice groove to it and it's just about hearing the beat and when you hear it it makes you want to move your feet and just the feeling that you get when you listen to music and you know, no, don't don't ask me any questions why I'm feeling like a slave to the rhythm right now. I mean the beat is calling. <laughs> gotcha. <me. laughs> yeah,
1: kind of a uh, uh kind of a, uh Yeah, a feel-good R and B song. I got you there, and I appreciate that. Want to thank you very much for coming, spending some time with us. Keep in touch with us. We'd love to follow your career and have you come back here and uh, and and tell us more about it as you move along uh, towards your goal and uh, becoming a uh, a superstar. We hope. Thank you. Thank you so much for being with us, Clayton Morgan, my friends. And this is called The Beat Is Calling Me. Clayton, and I love talking with our guests. It's so interesting that we often get carried over, and we just did run over. So, without any further ado, we're going to move right along to our next guest, who is a singer, songwriter, actress, producer, a bit of an activist. You've probably heard of her before. If you haven't, you're sure going to. She's known for, among other things, attention grabbing outfits, which she has worn to the Grammys, among other places. But today, we're here to talk about her music, and we're going to do just that right after you leave listen to this track from Joy Villa. It's called Devil in the City.
6: Her mother and father tried to keep her safe. She wanted to go farther, landed in L.A. Then pounding the pavement just to get a break Spent all her life savings Cause that's what it takes There's a devil in the city of angels
1: today come on in and say hello to everyone joy
5: hi hello everybody
1: joy villa in the house joy is in the <laughs> house hey welcome aboard it's so great to have you here uh princess joy you you have such a career going you're doing so many things and uh, and making yeah. so much noise the uh, we're, we're we're hoping to get the uh, get the scoop on your music career and you have a uh you have quite a uh, track record there, just with the uh, with the one uh, the one uh, EP, Static, uh, became right. number one among digital downloads on Amazon, iTunes, and uh, what, it was up to the top 100 in several countries Billboard, on the iTunes? Billboard,
5: it, it hit number one on Billboard and Alternative and Rock, and it was number wow. 12 on the top 200 albums for that yeah. week. It, and eating out, is, Beyonce, Adele, Lady Gaga. It was is is amazing, really amazing. Yeah, you know,
1: I mean, you know, if if it hit one chart like that, you could say, eh, it was a fluke or you know whatever. But when you <laughs> when it's all over the place like that, I mean, you were number two on the digital album charts, number six on the top album charts. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I mean, that's crazy. That, that is fantastic. How did you how did you take the uh, the uh, feeling when you realized what was going on?
5: Oh, I was ecstatic. I'm still ecstatic. You know, the fact that I've been able to do so much with my career. I mean, I've been doing this since 2011, and my first single, Cold Win. I've got a bunch of singles out. You know, they. you put out music, and you don't really expect it be heard as much as you want at first you know you have to you know pay your dues and so forth but sure, to be able sure. to have done sure. that it's like it, it's my bucket list you know now i just got to do gold platinum yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah do all that stuff <laughs> it, there it, you really go too very fulfilling very fulfilling
1: Oh, absolutely. Now, with, that, uh, with the gold and platinum in, in mind, uh, where are you right now? Are you, are you in the process of, of uh, creating more music? Are you getting ready for more? Are you going to the studio? What's oh, going on? Yeah.
5: Oh, yes. Yeah. So I'm in the process of creating more music. I actually was in the recording studio yesterday and recorded two new songs. So it's kind of funny. I'm not like a normal artist that sort of, you know, does one thing only you know most artists go in the studio they're writing or the, first they're writing and then they go in the studio and they're recording and then right. they they release their album then they're touring it's like a very seasonal sort of gig you could say but i right. do everything all at the same time i've got speaking engagements i've got singing engagements lined up you know a political activist um, you know, a fashion muse. So I'm working with some, some fashion lines going to come out with my own brand of jeans coming out very soon. <laughs> <Dennis>. ah. um, <laughs> yeah, so I'm working on those Yeah, and possibly cosmetics lines. So that's all in the near future. I'm writing a book and I'm writing and recording tons of new music. So you would definitely see my hopes are to make a feature length album. We've got almost enough songs now to release it. Um, sometime in the not too far future, I just really want it to be great for my fans, who I call Joy awesome. Tribe. I really want to give them meaty songs, you know. So yeah, absolutely
1: fantastic. Now, uh, before we go any further, I I, I just I, I can't resist this. I I've had uh, some bucket lists of my own, and some of the uh, some of the things on the list are a little bit. Uh, you know, the little offbeat, like I, I always wanted to do the uh, may I have the envelope, please, which uh, I finally got to do uh-huh. here on my own show, which is one of the things uh-huh. I love about doing my own show. I can do anything I want to do. And uh, another yes. one, another one of those silly little things that I've always wanted to do after watching all of the, you know, the big time major award shows. I've always uh-huh. wanted to say this. so uh, So bear with me, Joy. What are you wearing today?
5: Well, you know, in this climate, they say that that's sexist. And I say, what? Yeah,
2: you haven't been asked you.
5: what they're wearing for years. And everyone knows women look better than men all the time. Absolutely. <laughs> and nobody's yeah. going to the an award show to see what the guys are wearing. So, But I remember yeah. there was an uproar. You know, say, oh, don't ask women what they're wearing. That's sexist. Yeah. But what? Fashion is a part of the way we express ourselves. In addition to being fantastic moms or CEOs and business owners and doctors, women can do everything, but we can also do fashion. So I would not be offended if you asked me, what am I
1: wearing? And, and, and you look at it, like you said, uh, people don't turn into the shows to see what the guys are wearing. And obviously no. they want to see what people are wearing, or we wouldn't have these, uh, you know, these uh, red carpet pre-shows that are longer than some of the award shows. And then also there's <laughs> exactly. the the credits, the credits. These, these ladies put on some fantastic outfits, as I know you're aware. And uh, oh, yeah. they want... They, they or the artists that created them want to get their credits, too. So, you know, I don't see anything exactly. sexist about it. I, I think we're just uh, I think we're just PCing ourselves to death. I mean, it, it, it's crazy. We really up. are.
5: It's become so crazy. And I'll tell you, I'm actually, I'll tell you what I'm wearing right now is I'm wearing a big red skirt from H&M and a, and a pink shirt that says Future POTUS. I <laughs> <How do you laughs> like that Apple
1: I like it. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me wish we were doing video today. <laughs> well, I know. We, are, we are so happy to have you here with us and uh, I hope you will keep us in mind for your future releases. You're working on new stuff. We'd love to have you come back and maybe debut some of it on the show when you uh, oh, when you get it in the can. To do
5: that.
1: Well, I put, would
5: love put us to do that. And put I us down on you, your one of my favorite things. I have yeah. is my new singing pen. I don't know if you sing my new singing pen, but I sing no. the national anthem. It's a pen that you can write with. It's a total conversation piece, and it's on my website. It's a Joy Villa oh, wow. pen. It's limited edition. Yeah, you uh, go to joyvilla.com slash store. That's joyvilla.com slash store. Right. That's
1: cool. That's very cool. That is, very cool. <laughs> that is, that I like is that. cool. I'll have to check that out. But <laughs> the thing is, okay,
5: every
0: but every time you write something, do you have to then take your hat off and put your hand over your heart because the pen is playing the national of anthem?
5: Of course. You have to share with you. You're not gonna to get, the get anything
0: accomplished then. <laughs> <laughs> you'll, you'll, you'll,
5: hey, you'll blood <laughs> it's all about respect, man. <laughs> That's right. oh, you you. Get I love it. I
1: love it,
5: Joy.
1: I love it. It's great. Are you you currently in tour anywhere?
5: I am planning a tour, actually. The first stop will be my hometown. I moved to Los Angeles. I was hopping around. I was in New York, and I still hop around all the time. I'm always in D.C. and Florida. But now I'm in Los Angeles. We just moved to West Hollywood, and I will definitely be touring here starting the end of the year. So you can – and then maybe I'll get out to you guys as well, hopefully.
1: Well, yeah, see if you can be sure to uh, try and get uh, uh, Phoenix, Tempe, Arizona area and maybe uh, Naples, Fort Myers, Florida for my uh, co-host, John Bon Jovi. We'd love to meet you in person. Yeah, we'd love to. That would be
5: great. Yeah, that would be incredible. I think we can put that down. That would be fun.
0: Okay, I I have a question for you, my darling, and
5: and, and that is this. I
0: ask this question of everybody, and it really is – You know, some people might think it whimsical, but I do actually take it very seriously. And and, and that is, who influences you? You know, what are you all about? Who who or what is your muse when it comes to creating Mm. your music?
5: Well, I would definitely say energy, people. Um, I would say that spiritual energy you get from speaking with people, interacting with people, And I like to see what is current, you know, what's affecting people right now. And it's sort of the more I read and hear personal stories, um, the more influences my music, because I feel like as a writer, I don't want to just tell my perspective on things, but I want to tell perspective, other perspectives. So, you know, someone going through a heartbreak or someone who, who feels like they can't win in life. I want to write that song to encourage that person that they can win and that they will get through those hard times. Or the song that just cries with them. But it's, re- it's really human emotion. It's being human, it's being sensitive, being an artist. That's, that's my job. And that's what influences me.
0: Do you uh, do you consider yourself to be a complete and total original, or 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 do you let other people influence you, and um, and 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 put that you know that kind of style into your music, trying to employ? maybe something that Adele or a particular phrase that Adele might use, Mm. not a a verbal, not a verbal phrase, but a musical phrase or, or with Beyonce or, or even some
5: of the older stuff like Tommy James or anything like that. I would never copy that. I'm just kidding. Of course, (laughs) of course, (laughs) you know, I mean anyone who says they're not influenced by other great artists, you know, is lying, you know, period. I love listening to other artists, Adele, Love her, love her bluesy, you know, heartbreak music. I love I mix I'm really influenced by the older singers, the Motown era, you know, Dinah Washington, um, I'm really uh the the Pointer Sisters. Um, you know, you get a lot of the old school stuff I I listen to. Even Frank Sinatra, I was raised listening to Old Blue Eyes. And some of the modern stuff as well, you know, but David Bowie in the seventies, I have to say. Led Zeppelin—that's probably my biggest influence, you know. Seventies um, era rock, also eighties rock, like Queen. I covered "We Are the Champions" by Queen. I did a live cover. That's on my YouTube, and that's uh, it's also for sale. And a lot of people like that one. I love rock and roll. I love having a good time.
1: I never I would was have listening. guessed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was listening <laughs> to your
0: song. Uh,
5: you know, I know. I'm, I'm listening so to and shy.
0: Sure. I was listening to Devil in the City, and, you know, and the reason why I asked you that question that I did was because it, 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 there was a very almost imperceptible flavor of Etta James in there. Mm. And, and I was just wondering if, if you did that on purpose, or is that, is, is that a, happy, a happy accident?
5: I think it's a happy accident. Well done for you, for your ears. I love Etta James. I definitely am influenced by soulful, the soulful black singers of that time. I mean, really, there's nothing like it. There's never been anything like it. Um, but Etta, she, whew, that's a compliment. That's a huge compliment. Yeah, she could do actress. no wrong as
0: far as I was concerned. She can
5: do, I know. She, is, she was really one of the best singers, I think, of her generation. Not but I classic definitely artists. try to inject as much soul and get that yeah that classic feel. And a lot of my stuff is moving towards more of the Motown classic feel with a little. A lot of people say '90s. I make the static is was more '90s, a little more Alanis. you mm-hmm. know, Alanis more set. And I I feel like that that's where I, I sort of sit, but. When I push myself, I get more soulful and gritty and kind of growl. And, you know, Devil in the City is about those, those men and the women, but it's talking about the Weinstein types, the ones that take advantage of the men right. and women that come to Hollywood. And they fall into this trap, and they get used, they get abused, and they don't know who to talk to. So this is really, it, it, you know, it's about a small-town girl who, against her parents' wishes, goes to Hollywood. And and ends up you know falling down that rabbit hole. It's a very joy. We've story.
1: O- joy. We've only got a couple of minutes left. I've got a couple more things I wanna I wanna ask you. I know we sure. talked that we were gonna talk. We were gonna focus on your music, and we've been doing that. But I just cannot resist asking you this one off the music cuff uh, question because I saw it. Sure. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued by the uh, the concept, and I'm just wondering: Are you really seriously considering? Running for Congress?
5: Great question. I was seriously considering it. I actually opened up an exploratory committee. For my hometown of Florida, I moved there as a kid and have a lot of family in Florida, big connections out there, Miami to Tampa, Jacksonville, all over. So I I opened up an exploratory committee and was looking into it. Right now, with projects I have open, I have a book and a tour and all the things going on. It's not the right time. But in the future, I possibly might still run. Politics is a big part of my life, and I look to get even more active in the next coming years.
1: Wonderful. And we look forward to having you come back and see us again uh, with your new music or whatever you've got going on. We'd love to have you come back and see us again. Before we let you go, the last question is this. Tell us a little bit about this next song we're going to play, because it's a complete change of pace from what we heard in Devil in the City, this one called Home Sweet Home.
5: Oh, yeah, Home Sweet Home, and this is these are both off my newest EP called Home Sweet Home. This one is all about traveling the world. I did everything, I really did everything in that song, except for Meet the Queen. That's on my bucket list. <laughs> but I found wow. out that all these beautiful countries, all this traveling, honestly, when I come back to America, that's where I feel home, and that's why I love America. So that's, that's my love song to the USA.
1: Wonderful. Joy, thank you so much for coming, spending time with us, and telling us about your career and uh, everything. We do seriously look forward to having you come back again in the very near future. Joy Villa, ladies and gentlemen, and here she is. It's called Home Sweet Home.
6: Dreaming as a kid, life was better somewhere else. Saved my money for so long So that I could see the world Thought the magic was out there Somewhere very far away I've been all around the globe And I'm standing here today The South of France Sailed through Venice on a boat. Met Her Majesty in London Walked the Spanish Steps of Rome Fell in love with Paris But I still miss my home America Your freedom is
1: Thank you so much. Thank you, listeners, for joining us again this week. Be back next week. We'll have another fun show for you. John Bon Jovi take us home.
0: Great music today. Great guests. Really enjoyed it, David. Thank you, everybody. It was just great having you with us today. The David Bowers Awards is heard around the world from the studios of Computer Help USA in Naples, Florida, and also from the Valley of the Sun, in Tempe, Arizona. and We are available for free on Blog Talk Radio and YouTube, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Speaker, Amazon Alexa devices, and also a lot of these other silly platforms that are out there that are just too numerous to mention. Be sure to follow us on our Facebook page and also on Twitter and join us next week for the David Bowers Awards Saturday at 12 p.m. Eastern on WRFZ FM 106.3 Rochester Free Radio and Log Talk Radio Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and, of course, 7 p.m. Greenwich time for all you international bon vivants for more great indie music and talk with the artists that make it all happen. So until next week for the David Bowers Awards and the David Bowers himself, Nick the Geek, and myself, I am yours truly, John Bon Jovial, the legendary one. Thank you so much for being with us. We'll see you next week right here on The David Bowers Awards.